0: Hey, this is Jim Graham from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we explore relationship instead of religion every week. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together, we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from The Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dilmore.
1: Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits today. We do have a real, real treat for you today. And the guests that we have are just certainly poster children for how does God take your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. So first up, we have uh, Dr. Ingrid Skop. She is with the Charlotte Lozier Institute and just an amazing pediatric doctor who um, is very involved in, in the right to life, specifically with a, a passion against these new pills that, that cause abortions. And I don't know the official way that that's said, Dr. Scott, but maybe you can explain it for our
2: listeners. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, the regimen that is approved by the FDA is two medications. Mifepristone uh, blocks progesterone, uh, cuts off of hormonal support for the unborn child and kills him, Um, it's followed in about 24 to 48 hours by nisoprostol that essentially induces labor um, to expel the tissue. Um, It's a very um, traumatic process for women. The average woman bleeds for two weeks. Forty percent describe the pain as severe, and unfortunately, many of these women will see their child afterwards. Um, the abortion industry is promoting it to women; they tell them it's safe and effective, far safer than Tylenol. Of course, none of that is substantially backed up, um, but they are doing so um, for reasons that benefit them, but not women. Um, and we know that there are four times as many complications for women as there are if she had chosen a surgical abortion.
1: Yeah, wow. So you can see we've got a whole lot with with Dr. Scott, And then we we also have with us, that's definitely my good friend, but also a complete honor to have with us Captain Jim Kinney. And Captain Kinney was a, Oh, he was with the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He also was a YouTube pilot. Can you imagine that, flying way up there high? And and also worked at one time with Walk Through the Bible, an amazing ministry. I hope you've been involved with at some point in time. And now he is very much involved in this Ignite, um, Inspire and Ignite prayer app. And so, Captain Jim, great to have you back with us. Well,
3: thanks, Robbie. It's, it's really good to be back. I uh. Enjoy every time you and I have a chance to share ideas and and discuss what's going on in life and our relationship with our Creator.
1: Yeah, and I know you too have a real passion for this issue that that Dr. Scott's talking about. Uh, and the good news is, prayer is one of the big uh, things that everybody can take part in 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 trying to combat that. Right.
3: What we're trying to do um, is, I'm sorry, is, didn't is, that. is help that. Americans understand what that what's think. happening in America today It's not about policy. It's not about who gets elected to D.C. It's not about politics. It's a spiritual battle. Satan himself has raised up in a public way more than any time in my life to proclaim himself good and to challenge every basic fundamental principle of American history, of American culture, of of who we are and what we believe. And most of us are sleepwalking through that. And we're suggesting that the only way we really are going to counter what's going on is not elect a charismatic president. We can do better. (laughs) Not elect some politician that's making promises that sound good to us, but to get God himself involved in the spiritual battle. So we're recruiting prayer warriors uh, to pray a single, simple prayer every day. Uh, we provide a new prayer every morning on their on their smartphone, and we ask them to join us and and lift that prayer to God, asking for His help in the spiritual battle it faces in America today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so they can get that app at inspireandignite.us. It's also linked there at at, Christi- at Excuse me at kingdompursuits.com as well as the Charlotte Lozier Institute. All the information's right there at kingdompursuits.com. But if you've listened to the show before, and I know Captain Kenny's ready for this, but speaking of prayer, right?
0: Now the fun begins.
1: But now it's time. is that time and uh uh ingrid uh, dr ingrid i i am i know you're new to the show so this is part that we do we get we get through this and it gives our listeners a chance to call in and win but also have a little fun before we get into the seriousness of the topic that we have before us today so speaking of prayer guys why do you think we say amen at the end of a prayer instead of a women you got any ideas on that one jim
3: well, because of the, myths of, 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 of the abuse of our language, the word man has been generic for human, for mankind, and uh-huh. when you see that in scripture, God is talking to all of mankind uh, with a single phrase rather than trying to use all the converted, contorted language that our woke friends want to use to try to include everybody on in the planet in the question itself, In the word man or mankind captures all of
1: well, there's the logical answer,
3: <laughs> but
1: you knew that wasn't going to be what I had for you, right? You, if you got one there, uh, Christian, you looked like you were just going to say something. I have no. no? Idea. Okay, there you go. It's because we sing hymns and not hers. Just saying. Uh. Ah, yeah, you knew that. So so how about this one, Greg? Why do Muslims call the early call to prayer that wakes us up in the morning? What do Muslims call the early morning prayer that wakes us up in the morning? Oh, what do they call the early morning prayer? Uh, They call that an alarm clock. Alarm? clock. (laughs) Come on, Jim. (laughs) It was a little funny. That (laughs) is funny. All right. So how about this one, Christian? During the prayer request, I asked the preacher to pray for my hearing and he decided to bring me up in front of the church and anoint me with oil and have the elders lay hands and pray over me and when they finished, the preacher asked, "How's my hearing?" You know what I said, Christian? No idea That's what I said. I had no idea. he'll have to wait till next week uh-huh. <laughs> 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 there you go. That's another kind of hearing. So, you know, at the end of those shenanigans, I would actually have a riddle for you to call in and win today. And so along those lines, right? In the Bible. Right. Here comes the, the big riddle today. In the Bible, who prayed? Who was it that prayed to walk on water? Fortunately, it wasn't in Egypt or he would have been in denial. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> who was it that prayed to walk on water in the Bible? 866 348 is the number to call in and win. 866-34-TRUTH. And Christian, if they answer that, tell them what they'll win. They're going to win one of the fabulous prizes from our Kingdom Pursuits Prize Vault. There you go. And so we have all sorts of books and different prizes, and he's going to find the right music to play with that. Every once in a while, see, we put him on a music merry-go-round. It's like uh, you know, musical chairs with music until they figure it out. But anyway, so you call in at 866-348-7884 and tell us who was it that prayed to walk on water. So getting back to Dr. Scop, I apologize for... Our phone system, Dr. Scott, but hopefully you're still with us.
2: Um, I'm still here.
1: Oh, good, good, good. So could you tell our listeners, you, you are very much a, 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 P, a, P, a medical doctor. There you go, since I couldn't say the other word. but and, and how you got into that.
2: Yeah, thank you. So I am a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist. I've been practicing in Texas for over 30 years. And... Um, I have just become very passionate about this issue because there is so much gaslighting. Women are not told really the the short-term and the long-term physical, emotional, mental health complications related to abortion. It's interesting that, unfortunately, pro-abortion medical organizations frame it as a um, necessary health care, but it's important to know that... 90% of obstetricians do not perform abortion.
1: So it's really um, an issue that we're not as often asked to deal with. I um, uh, Dr. But... Scott, I'm sorry. we got to go to a break. You can't hear the music. I know our phone system is really challenging today, and I appreciate your <laughs> patience with us <laughs> very much. Fine. So okay. we'll be right back with a whole lot more.
0: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom, and boy, do we have wonderful guests along those lines today, and I just to ask your patience, uh, Satan would very much like this message not to go out today about what he God is doing um, in this battle against abortion, as well as... Um, the prayer app with Captain Jim Kinney Inspire and Ignite prayer app that sending out this prayer for America every single day as well as uniting people around the country in prayer and this app is really cool when you hear all the different ways that that can help we're going to get into all that but we also have a riddle that has to be riddled and fortunately for us we have Orlando who has got an answer for us Orlando you're not in Orlando (laughs) welcome to Kingdom Pursuit. Once again, my friend, can you hear me? I hear you. Although I know it's not so easy to hear me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. So Orlando, who was it that prayed? That on-
3: yeah, I can hear you. It keeps breaking up your thing, but if you can hear me, just, I just want to give you that some my answers. Go for it. Yeah. It's, uh, I would think it would be the Peter when he has to come out and walk on the water Or actually, Jonah. (laughs) He asked to be out there and try to walk on the water, but I don't think that he would.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was creative, Orlando. I don't know if you can hear me, but I, it was creative. And for that, you know, we wanna, we're want we going to give you two prizes because you had two answers. You know, that was just no, outstanding. I do I, ah, I, yeah. <laughs> I just
3: enjoy listening to you guys on Saturday.
1: Well, thank you, my friend. Those were very creative. And I know Jonah did. He had a long prayer. <laughs> if he didn't pray to that walk on water, he sure should have, you know. Thank you, Orlando. God bless you. Nope. All right. So moving back, because we had to we had to cut off Dr. Scott right in the middle of her answer. But when when you were talking about how you originally got into your practice and right, you had two different patients you were dealing with and, and both of them are greatly affected by this um, tragedy, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. One every successful abortion kills one of my patients, and I would um, put forward that damages the other patient. Uh, Women fall into this action in crisis. Often, they don't know that there's other options available. So that's why I'm outspoken because I've just seen many of my patients harmed.
1: Right, and and. The Charlotte Lozier Institute really does a lot of work on raising awareness and understanding because there's a lot at stake, but there's a lot going on right now in Congress about these pills, about what the FDA is involved in, and all that stuff, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. The Lozier Institute is science and statistics regarding life issues. So it's important, I think, for Americans to educate themselves because, again, they're not going to hear the truth from mainstream media. Uh, the abortion industry silence any dissent. Um, but yes, absolutely, at the level of legislation and um, uh, in the court system, uh, there is a lot going on. Uh, there's a fight to protect women um, from this dangerous procedure and, um, of course, to protect their unborn children. About half of the states are now um, uh, trying to enact laws to protect these children.
1: Are they, are they trying to enact laws against those pills?
2: Are they turning what?
1: Are they trying to enact laws against those pills?
2: Well, the case that's going through the court system right now, the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine versus the FDA, is actually trying at its heart to provide oversight of the FDA. The FDA, uh, on politicized issues like abortion, like transgender medicine, like even COVID, has gone off the rails. They've allowed themselves to pursue ideologic political agendas rather than following the science. And um, nowhere is this more apparent than with chemical abortions, because they've removed safeguards over the years so that right now, a woman can order chemical abortions over the Internet without any in-person visit, without an ultrasound, without labs, without consultation with a doctor. She can have it delivered to her mailbox for totally unsupervised chemical abortions. And of course, the reason this is being allowed is they're trying to get them into the states that are trying to protect unborn life. Um, In Texas, I am still caring for women suffering complications of chemical abortions um, because they're being illegally provided to women in our state.
1: And in some cases, as young as 12 years old, right?
2: There is no lower age limit. The FDA is required by law to do testing on drugs used in a pediatric population. They never did that testing regarding chemical abortion. So they just, you know, for for political ideological reasons, want these pills to be readily available. They don't seem to care about the complications. We know that one out of 20 women ends up in an emergency room within a month with a complication. We also know that about 5 to 8% of these women will require surgery because their body cannot complete the abortion on its own um, and often in emergent conditions with hemorrhage, needing blood transfusion, with serious infection. This is obviously a horrible way to treat women regardless of how you feel about abortion. These pills are dangerous and have far more complications than surgeries.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I know... Captain Jim, that, that certainly you've been holding back. I apologize again about the phone system, but I'm sure you've got a lot to say on this issue.
3: Well, first of all, if I got, this, got to the stat for the taken. I think abortion is the darkest strike in American history. Slavery was terrible. There have been other things that America's done that have been wrong. They've been self-correcting uh, at great cost in some cases, but abortion continues to linger, and I know that it brings a tear to God's face every time one of his creation is destroyed this way so dr. Scott thank you for the stand you're taking it is critical if America's ever to be blessed again my god we've got to we've got to end uh, these uh, lunatic abortions that uh, the public seems to disregard as an issue significantly but you don't and I thank you for that you uh, what we believe is, and Franklin Graham just recently said that all the demons of hell have been released against us. We're in a spiritual battle, and we need to start. To, we need to. We need to get active. And the active way to revol- resolve spiritual warfare is through prayer, because the only power in the universe greater than Satan is God Himself. We can't. We can't uh, defeat it, but uh, we can ask God to do that. And so we're recruiting team, uh, teams of. Of prayer warriors that will pray the prayer with us each day. It takes about a minute and a half to read the prayer that we send you on your cell phone, your smartphone. The download of the app is free. Um, go to the website and read more about us and find out more about what we're doing. The website is Inspire and Ignite I mean inspireandignite.us and us. Uh, and again, it's absolutely free. And we're looking for uh, we're looking for people who believe that. <laughs> God doesn't get involved. The America we've known and grown up with is, is lost, and uh, we've we've been successful. We've been we we launched the trial site uh, about ten months ago, and we are looking at statistics the other day. We've been successful raising literally thousands and thousands of prayers to heaven, asking for God to intervene in all kinds of things like abortion, like Uh, Family issues like uh, what's going on with the the endorsement of uh, uh, child mutilation as a reasonable way to fix uh, uh, dysphoria uh, and gender confusion. Uh, But not only that, uh, the attack on homes, what's going on in the schools, the the grooming that's going on, uh, uh, the attack on families is just amazing. In fact, today's prayer talks about, how, uh, how every single day it seems there's a new threat that arises to the American family. From uh, from legitimate sources, from the White House, through WHO and CDC, and and as Dr. Scott's explaining to us, uh, the challenge is amazing. Yeah, and the, yeah. only way we're pretty, the only way we're truly going to stop it is uh, is getting God involved. Right, it's God's hand of power. Jim. We can pray and shine light, shine light, and boy, there's some stuff coming
1: out I didn't believe could be. I yeah, that's for sure. And Jim, you know, the um, recently I heard John Eldredge say that that God had given him some insight that I think is amazing. That as time grew close, that we were at the end of the war, and if you look at the end of the World War II, you know, certainly. Uh, things got real intense because when the Japanese started to see they were losing, that's when the suicide bombing started. And you know, that's when everything got way, 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 way worse was at the end of the war, a lot more vicious and, and more desperate. And and so here it possibly is that if there was ever a time, because I think Jesus was really clear that apart from me, you can do what? Ah, right. And, and so the closer we can get to God, which is prayer by the way. And the more we can do that, the more chance we have Right? Of really affecting what you know what it is that we're doing, but also, you know, praise and thanksgiving. that's all those things are part of it. but but, Dr. Scott, I love the education part of that as well because you know education is critical to that, right?
2: Absolutely. I think if we could explain to our friends how much abortion harms women, what they would lose their support of it. I mean, they they erroneously believe that this is an action that women need in order to succeed. And what we see, in fact, is that not only is it harming them, um, but it's breaking apart the family. Um, the the causing men not to be responsible for the children they create has led to so much single motherhood and so many other social ills.
1: Yeah, it's really you know and again i was i was thinking about this that you know one of the greatest things we can do besides obviously prayer and all those kind of things is just have happy marriages ourselves, so that people can see the value of marriages in in the way that we love our wives, right? And, and the way that we, um, you know, because people want that, and, and and they they want joy, they want you know love, they want all those things. Well, as we illustrate that, you know, it's a beautiful picture. of That so we got so much more with Doctor Scop and my good friend Captain Jim Kinney coming up. Stay tuned.
0: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
1: back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom, and today we are so blessed to have with us Dr. Ingrid Scott with the Charlotte Lozier Institute, and oh, what wonderful research they have on this subject of life, right, and the value of it and those kind of things. And Captain Jim Kinney, a good friend and, and quite a character with Inspire and Ignite Prayer app, which they've got going on, this amazing prayer for America that goes out. Can you imagine the power of every single day a prayer? All these thousands of people praying the same prayer uh, at the same time—that that God would uh, rise up, you know, and and help us in this battle that that we're fighting for Him. And that people, you know, the only way we're going to affect this culture eventually is Jesus, right? We we desperately need Him, and and those are the things that that we're working on. So. Dr. Scott, I the story of Charlotte Lozier herself is quite fascinating, I think. And so tell us about the founding of, of the Charlotte Lozier Institute or about Charlotte herself.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are not aware that the early feminists were all pro-life. Um, they were fighting for the opportunity for women to have um, equality, but they also recognized that women are different than men. So women do not need to be treated exactly as men. They wanted their um, children to be welcomed and to have opportunity as well. Charlotte Lozier was one of those early feminists, uh, our namesake. But we actually were born out of the Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America um, organization. SBA, as many of you may know, is is the largest pro-life lobbying group in the country. But Charlotte Lozier is independent. We're a nonprofit, and our goal—we're nonpartisan. Our goal is strictly education, because we recognize that the um, the narrative is driven by pro-abortion forces, the Guttmacher Institute, and and many medical organizations and mainstream media are very pro-abortion, and so Americans need to be able to find a place they can go to learn what does the science really say about this issue. Uh, so lozierinstitute.org is our website. Regarding what we're talking about today, we have a, a sub-site called abortiondrugfacts.com where they can find quite a bit of information about these abor- these abortion pills that are so harmful for women.
1: Oh, it's harmful for women, but let me just tell you, it's terribly har- harmful for men as well. You know, I had the unbelievable privilege um, years ago when, when um, Liberty University sent us to the National Association of Christian Counselors Convention. And they wanted me to interview 100 uh, Christian counselors in 100 days. And during that time, I interviewed I don't know how many People that worked on that—that—that's—that's is what Christian counselors do. A whole lot is is counsel people after they've been through an abortion, and not just the women, um, but many times the men. And you may have heard it said that people are as sick as their secret. Well, people having an abortion is one of those things that they keep secret, and it makes them sicker and sicker. And and so it's amazing to me the harm that it does not only to. The mother, obviously, I mean, horrible, but also to the father that may have been um, really involved in that. But also the siblings that that, that that may know something about it or the parents that, that might have, you know, put leverage on the poor girl to have an abortion she didn't want. So it isn't all about what the girl chooses. You know, that's, a, that's another big part of that story. And, and so... You know, everybody is harmed by this, and, and it really is is great for me to know that, Captain Jim, we, we are working on it with Inspire and Ignite, right? Captain Jim, did we
3: lose you? No. Uh, I, I didn't hear the question addressed to me. Absolutely, the, the moral decay that's happening in abortion, I think, is a critical element in the overall view of what's happened to morality, civility, and our culture because of our embrace of this uh, absolutely abominable sin that uh, God abhors. How can you say to God, God bless America, and then endorse the pill that uh, Dr. Scott is fighting so hard to get word out about how evil it actually is? And I want to go back to your World War II analogy to say just this at the end of World War II in Germany, Hitler knew he was lost, he had no chance of winning, uh, but he lashed out in all kinds of terrible ways, causing tremendous harm and personal injury to the very last day when he committed suicide. And I think Satan is there right now. I think we're coming to the end of all this, and he is lashing out in ways that we haven't seen before in my lifetime, uh, to pull down, bring down, uh, create darkness, uh, uh, hold people in, in, in uh, darkness when light is available just around the corner. Um, so that's why prayer is so important in this spiritual battle, which includes this battle for the unborn and the battle for our children in the school systems, in the, in the uh, transgender movement and all of that. He is so active. And, you know, I believe some of the people commenting on, for example, the, the uh, Target thing, they don't get it. I don't think Target would have been in near as much trouble as they have gotten into until it became noted that they were comp- uh, paying a, an avowed Satanist to, to design their their uh, Pride Month stuff. And I think that was the tripwire that caused high, uh, Target to have so much trouble. And the same is true with the Bud Light thing. I don't think it's initially the, the transgender thing that would have gone away. But the sponsor of that said, well, we, you know that old advertising was fratty and, and, and poor humor and bad humor. So we need to change the whole direction of our of our marketing, and that's what that's what triggered it. The people that are doing the analysis are trying to defend the uh, the, the ones who have been uh, boycotted, and they don't even understand the reason they're being boycotted. So it, it's really interesting to me to watch the battle that's going on. Without any spiritual light. Oh,
1: it's absolutely crazy. And, and Dr. Skop, um, that, you know, they talk about the girl having freedom, but, you know, many times they're coerced in in horrible ways to have those abortions, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We just released a study uh, that demonstrated that only a third of the women had abortion said that was what they wanted. A quarter of them said it was unwanted or coerced. One out of four women. And many women, even if it's not coerced by their partner or their parent, the life situation pressures them. So again, two-thirds of women reported that they were pressured. They thought this was the only option they had, but they reported it was inconsistent with their values. How does that not hurt a woman's emotional and mental health to women people know that the unborn child is living everyone's seen ultrasounds and video of these children they know what they're doing and yet they do it anyway because they they find themselves in a corner and don't feel they have any other option Um, but yes of course that's going to hurt and like you were saying earlier about the about the frequency, one out of four women, one out of five men, 20% of this generation is missing because of abortion. And sadly, it is a spiritual battle, but it's one that often is not addressed from the pulpit. I agree. Half of the people who have abortion are Christian. And so there are men and women sitting in the pews suffering with this secret, and we do need to address it as a church.
1: Oh, I, I, you know, and, and the other part of it is we got to get the secret out, right? I, I, I even have dear friends that, that uh, who would have guessed, but once they got it out, the healing that came to their family and their friends. You know, it's absolutely an amazing opportunity, you know, whatever your secrets are, I, obviously we got an opportunity to share that with God, but I, I, I really, the more I've thought about that idea, we are as sick as our secrets, that those secrets are are what really um, indicate something that, that, that we are trying to hide, and when we're trying to hide, obviously we're not moving closer to God. And and, and so when we move close to God, like through prayer, right, Jim, and and. I mean, this is through prayer, you know, this is our answer to get all out, all the secrets out and, and get stuff right out in the light, right, Jim?
3: Yeah, and I heard something just recently that's so profound, it's changed my life in terms of viewing what's going on. We just heard a sermon about David and Bathsheba, and one of the key points was that your next decision is your most important decision. After David fell then he tried to cover it up but every decision he made was to 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 hide his sin when god calls us to repentance and forgiveness and let him heal the problems and every time we we take the we make the next decision in the wrong direction we're making ourselves sicker we're separating ourselves from help and forgiveness and we're we're losing our own identity in the process uh, so be that, right, that, I know
1: you can't hear the bump but we'll be right back
0: you're listening to the truth network and TruthNetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And if you don't hear the passions in this, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So today we have Dr. Ingrid Skop, who was just, I had a chance to meet her at the NRB and talk to her uh, in person. And that interview, by the way, is at christiancarguy.com, that podcast of what we talked about at the NRB. You can find there. that there at christiancarguy.com. But as well as we have my good friend and amazing man, Captain Jim Kinney. He's also a pastor. It's his inspire and ignite prayer app, an amazing prayer that's going out for the whole country every single day. It's absolutely free at an expire. It's called inspire and ignite dot us or dot U S inspire and ignite U S. You can get that app. Of course you can find out all about the Charlotte Lozier Institute and the inspire and ignite app at KingdomPursuits.com. And very exciting. We have miss J back from Greensboro. She is a listener. She has a story for. Us. So, Miss J, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I hope uh, you can hear me. Oh yeah. So let us let us hear your story.
4: Um, it's the same situation with um the, with the radio. You got a lot of static on my end, but I think you guys can hear me. We can. Um, so um, my, um, I'm about 17 years old now, and um, well, I turned 18, and filled with um a lot of um unforgiveness, bitterness because uh, of the styles I chose and things I was put in situations for, and I became very bitter. Anyway, I was dealing... Um, I fell in love with one of my high school sweethearts, and we ended up pregnant, and um, I didn't know what I was going to do, and I was, like, in turmoil. I wasn't, like, a full believer of God. I just still heard about him, and I did have him, like, kind of near me, but, you know, I just didn't put him first. And so... Um, I ended up telling my mom, and, and she took me um, back down to, um, I should say, back down to north, um, South Carolina. When you get in trouble, some of the girls that moved up um, up north, um, they were sending them back down, you know, for your elders to kind of talk to you. So I did, um, got something back down in hopes of, um, that um, I wouldn't do the abortion, because that's what I had my mind set for. And when I was sitting there, I got to meet my dad for the first time. So that was another, That's another whole story. And he was there, and he talked me out of doing the abortion. And along with my, um, there was an aunt and a great aunt that was there. And they start opening up the Bible and telling me things from the scripture. Um, not my dad, but he, he was someone I thought was just my uncle at the time. Cause I remember going back down there to see him, um, every summer, you know, and then I always wonder why he always run to the car and put money in my hand and said, share with your brothers and sisters. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was ripped. I never gave it a thought, but, um, it was his, his strength that at that time told me that, you know, he wanted me to, to not do the abortion and to come and visit him in, in Washington. He worked at the white house. He was one of the carpenters that was there. And, um, I, I and I took that opportunity, so that was my line of hope and my, oh my, my lifeline for me down there. Cause, um, and I just hope anybody that might be listening to this that if you have a a, a lifeline that's throwing out to you, um, please take that lifeline because that lifeline um, it saved me from having my abortion.
1: And you have a beautiful daughter, right?
4: Oh yes, I have a beautiful daughter. Yes, <laughs> after that I. <laughs>
1: I had a daughter after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I happen to know the best part of the story, right, it's, uh, <laughs> is that if you choose not, then, then you get a chance to have life, right? Yeah. And, and in so many ways, our children bring us life afterwards. But if you're one of those folks who made the other choice, you know, and you're listening, man, find somebody you trust and you know will love you well and open up your heart. It's fascinating to me. While I was doing those interviews um, years ago, I had one lady who had never told anybody, like never had told anybody that, that this had happened to her. And she, and with her husband sitting there right next to her, on the air, is the first time she ever shares it. She unloads, and, and, and I could see the compassion running out of her husband's eyes and, and, and all that went on, and I could see the healing, right, that just came from this, this secret coming out. And so what an opportunity we all have to do that, and I'm so grateful for you, Miss Jay, and for you sharing that story. And so, Dr. Scott, we only have about a minute left, but I, I wonder if you could take that and, and give us all a closing thought.
2: Oh, thank you. Um, Well, life is beautiful, and I agree. Of all the women that I've cared for, many who had unintended, initially unwanted pregnancies, when they carried that child to term, every single one of them grew to love that child. A woman is a mother already, even before the child is born. There are 2,700 crisis pregnancy centers in our country, no matter where a woman is, there is an organization that wants to reach out and walk with her through her difficult situation. And again, for so many women who've made that choice, and it's heavy on their heart, um, there are churches and these crisis pregnancy centers offer post-abortion recovery programs. So there are people available no matter where in the walk a woman is who can come alongside and help her and and help her to obtain forgiveness.
1: Oh, that's a, that's a great, great word. And what an idea that, you know, of course there are all those centers around the world, you know, that that, that are Christian owned and operated and and clearly, you know, the love of God's there and, and those connections. I want to remind you to go to Kingdom Pursuits to find out more about the Inspire and Ignite prayer app and get involved in that, as well as the Charlotte Lozier Institute, all there at kingdompursuits.com. Now stay truth tuned. You got so much truth coming at you. Encouraging prayer followed by a on journey and Nikita
2: Koloff. This is the Truth Network.